We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Remember, they're not booing. They're looing. Loo. Big Lou is like you. He's on disability too. Well, okay, so that's a disability term commercial, which I'm pretty big into term life and disability insurance. You're much more likely to be disabled in your life and need a little extra paycheck to get you by while you recover and wait to go back to work than you are to die early. I'm not saying you don't get life insurance. You get life insurance for those periods of time where you protect your income, age 20 to 60. That's when you're working, age 60 to 100. You're hopefully not in your peak earnings. Well, maybe you're hopefully are, but you're likely not in your peak earnings time. Wall Street's not booing or looing. Wall Street's cheering what's happening on Wall Street, and it makes me a little bit nervous. We're in earnings season, and a lot of times after earnings reported today and tomorrow, we look around and we go, what's next? And maybe two months ago, we we're like, okay, President Trump or Joe Biden? Do we go with you know, Republican business friendly or do we go with Democrat environment friendly? You can invest either way. You can invest either way. You can invest in a Democrat agenda, you can invest in a Republican agenda, or you can invest in a, a blended agenda if that's your thing. Then we got into the election results. Then we got into one round of stimulus that got done before Christmas. Then we're getting into what's the next round of stimulus going to look like. What's the vaccination rollout looking like? Is it good? Is it bad? Um, And it brings up questions. And the questions get like kind of the cricket treatment during earnings season. Right after we report earnings, we're waiting for what's the next round of stimulus now that we're done with earnings? Are we getting tax cuts or tax increases? And it's not lining up like it's the greatest news ever. It's the vaccine rollout for it should be hit or miss, but it shouldn't be moving in the right direction is my thought. We still have very serious questions about different variants of COVID-19. But so far, the scientific community seems to be saying we got that covered. Maybe a booster shot. Maybe it'll be enough effective. We just need you guys to go out and get shots. I would dig it in a humorous kind of way. And I know I'm not making a statement here, but if uh, Biden could say, okay, let's do this. You get a vaccination like everyone in Congress has gotten, we'll give you a check. I don't think that's going to fly, but I like the idea because Americans, how shall we say we like instant gratification? And you put money in my hands, I can go buy a new iPhone or you put money in my hands, I can go buy a PlayStation 5 or a Xbox Series X. I'll get a shot. You can put whatever you want in my my tookish. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about? 
we can talk about money investing and more um a lot going on in earnings season as you could well imagine some of the top stories of the day in my opinion targets following costco they're dropping a brand of coconut milk called chowka after PETA's allegations of forced monkey chained labor surreal is it the 21st century is it not chicken wars life after the mcrib it won't be so bad. McDonald's is bringing back spicy chicken nuggets. Beyond meat sho- soars 30%. It's a shorted stock, and people are thinking it might be the next GameStop. Interesting. The valuation is nuts, so it makes sense. It's got a lot of shorts, so it makes sense that it could be, maybe should be. But they are no GameStop as far as business models go. So that's a winner, winner, chicken dinner today. Or winner, a winner, faux chicken dinner. President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus proposal. People are fretting on the pathway to fruition. Uh, it seems like $1.9 trillion is dead on arrival. It seems like we had a little bit of momentum of throw the president out. And let's get more stimulus done. And it seemed like it was falling into place last week. And it's kind of unraveling this week. We'll see. Earnings out today for Microsoft, General Electric, Starbucks, Verizon. Verizon was a little bit weak on the subscriber count. You would have thought with 5G that maybe people were like, ooh, 5G cures hemorrhoids, Rob Black said. I'm going to go get me a 5G phone and makes bread, he said. 5G cures hemorrhoids and makes bread? Well, not exactly. And in fact, from what I've heard, you can't tell a difference between 4G and 5G. Yet. So no subscriber growth equals no growth. So you only own Verizon for its dividend and its income of about 2.8%. It's not sexy. Long term, I can make a case that it's it's an appeal. Which is more appealing, Comcast or Verizon cable internet speeds or phone internet speeds? Maybe both. About a third of the companies are reporting today and tomorrow or this week with a chunk of it becoming today, tomorrow and Thursday. Tomorrow, we get Apple, Facebook, and Tesla. There's no doubt in my mind that Apple and Tesla are overvalued in the short term if you base it just on sales or earnings. But if you start basing it on how much cash is sitting in their cash registers, you go, hey, that's historic. That's epic. That's more novel than war and peace. Boom shakalaka. Prices rose nationally 9.5% in November. Strongest annual growth rate in over six years. That's a loser in my book. Record low supply of homes for sale has people overpaying for homes. But we can't really say with a lot of certainty that maybe getting the home now isn't a bad idea. Just don't expect a lot of growth out of it in the next year or two years. Maybe we've pulled some of that forward with the low supply and low mortgage rates. But if you were to hold real estate for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45 years, I'd be comfortable with you overpaying in the short term to get it, take advantage of that super low mortgage and the fact that there's not a lot of inventory out there. Markets that were silly bazilly 
Phoenix up 13.8% year over year. Seattle up 12.7% year over year. San Diego, which Ron Burgundy told me it means something about a whale's anatomy in Spanish. I'm like, really? I did not know that. Oh, no, no, Ron. That's not what it means. Prices were fueled by lack of supply, pickup in demand, and low mortgage rates. Low mortgage rates to the tune of 2.79%. That's ridiculous. 110,000 restaurants rest in peace. 2.5 million jobs in the restaurant industry disappeared. The vanishing of restaurant workers. Restaurant sales were $240 billion lower than expected. They were expected of a $900 billion that came in at $659 billion. That's a big drop. But they're optimistic. That's the thing I love about America. So you're telling me we have a chance. In the second half of 2021, yes, we do in the restaurant industry. That's when we should start seeing the worst behind us. Objects appear larger in the rearview mirror. But it is behind us. Oh. I'm all about Miley. I know you're saying you're kidding. I am not kidding. She's not a great songwriter. She sings other great songwriter songs really creatively. I'm Rob Black. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'll be honest. I have a bit of a inappropriate crush on Lord. She's She could be my daughter. Maybe I should reposition that and say, I wish she was my daughter. Not in an inappropriate way, but in a dang, she's doing her thing kind of way. Um, That's the positive news. Young artistic people, big thumbs up. Here's the negative news. Leon Black, one of Wall Street's ultimate power players, is somehow weirdly linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Not in a small way. Jeffrey Epstein, the pedophile, or the woman, the guy who trafficked young children into sex, like... Yeah, that guy. Leon Black, one of the ultimate power players on Wall Street, is linked to Jeffrey Epstein in an internal probe at his company, and he's being ousted. But not till June. So it's okay to be hanging out with one of the most unscrupulous people on the planet. It's okay to somehow funnel over $100 million for investment advice when you are one of the best investment advisors on the planet. Something's really fishy there. Black has a history of surviving disasters and coming out on top. He's been in a scandal that led to the conviction of junk bond king Michael Milliken. After 2008, he engineered ways to protect itself and his company when some of the companies went bankrupt that they had invested in. I'm just going to throw it out there that I don't want to know any more on this story because it probably isn't good. And it probably won't help you in any way, shape, or form. That's the negative news. Now, here's the positive news. Well, this one's not so positive. The 1920s roared after a pandemic. We know this, right? We kind of get the idea. We kind of get the feel for it. What is our life going to be like after a pandemic? It's a very good question. The similarities are eerie. Um, 
not I, I can't overstate this, I don't believe. Excuse me, I've got some bad sneezes today. Um, but the modern economy in the US history did really, really well after in the 1920s. The roaring 20s, right? We had just inaugurated in 1920 Warren G. Harding. He called for a new unity of spirit and purpose. Does that sound a little bit like Biden? The Roaring Twenties saw widespread adoption of the assembly line, the automobile, radio, motion pictures, indoor plumbing, labor-saving electric appliances. Consumerism started to take off. The coolest art period in the United States, known as Art Deco, thrived. It was born and thrived. I love Art Deco. If you were to ask me for one home that I would want to own, it'd probably be an Art Deco-inspired Miami pad. Um, but what else happened? Coco Chanel, Walt Disney, The Great Gatsby, Jazz, The Harlem Renaissance. It was a good time. It was a modern decade coming out of a pandemic. Does it sound like something we're going through? What would our Roaring Twenties be like? Well, we're in the Roaring Twenties. A hundred years later, history is finding a very weird way of repeating itself. And I would say it's the millennials, the young people, the lords of the world who are controlling the world at this point in time, creatively speaking. The past year demonstrates that the economy and society can change quickly. COVID-19 vaccines were developed at a record time and almost overnight transition to remote work was set up, took place, and it's anchored in now. In the shower this morning at four o'clock, I was like, I don't know if I ever really want to be a commuter again. I don't really enjoy working from a home office, but I also don't really like commuting. Anyhow, um, what got our pandemic moving in the right direction or what got us behind the pandemic behind us and moving in the right direction? A lot. Our roaring twenties has things, headlines like Tesla delivered half a million electric vehicles. Remember how the Roaring Twenties had electric utilities? A London-based unit of Alphabet solved a half-century-old scientific puzzle using artificial intelligence to predict accurately how proteins fold, which could revolutionize drug discovery. Does that not sound like the new Roaring Twenties or the 21st century Roaring Twenties? The 10-year Treasury is around negative territory, sitting at 1% down from 4% during the tech boom of the 1990s. That 1% could lead to a crazy amount of borrowing. And it could lead to something that we've never seen in 100 years. In the 1920s, race relations were strained. Black Americans are in a far better place than they were, say, 100 years ago. But I think it's fair to say right now, that race relationships are strained again in the United States at a very high dramatic level. Tariffs rose under President Donald Trump as they did in the 1920s, which was a mistake that helped bring the Great Depression. When you tax businesses, you slow down businesses. When you slow down businesses, they fire people. When they fire people, you have unemployed people. When you have unemployed people, you get great recessions. 
So it's eerie, the similarities between the 1920s and the 2020s. 1920s didn't get off to a good start. The Spanish flu pandemic, which killed about 675,000 Americans out of a population of about 100 million, it was over. And if you extrapolate today's population of the United States, Spanish flu isn't as bad. But if you, if you superimpose our healthcare system on theirs, it probably would have been pretty similar. Economists are predicting above average growth in GDP. Pent up demand. That's all signs of good times coming because we know we don't have a lot of self-control. Carnival Cruise Lines and a sign of confidence in the public's desire to socialize again plans to begin boardings in April for its biggest ship ever. Interestingly called the Mardi Gras. Uh, I don't know where to go with this other than to say the similarities are crazy. In the 1920s, we were afraid of robots and how they were going to take over manufacturing. Today, we're afraid of robots and how they're going to take over manufacturing. And what does that do to our labor force? Our labor force is probably the biggest negative that I can come up with in arguments these days. To me, there is a labor force that isn't terribly well-educated in the United States compared to other countries around the world. They're getting the information technology breakthroughs. They're getting the biotech breakthroughs. We're still a very mm, hotbed of innovation. But life changed aggressively for the average American from 1920 to 1929. And it's likely to change aggressively in the United States from 2020 to 2029. Yes, we have electrical refrigerators already instead of ice boxes. Yes, we have washing machines instead of washboards. But it's times like these, the Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl going into the Hall of Fame twice. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Hipsters. I love them. Lumineers. Live music, right? Let me let me test you right now. Live music with your honey. Dinner at a restaurant with your honey before you go to live music. After such a great night of live music, you discuss going on vacation with each other and you decide, let's go to Mexico. Does that make you wax nostalgic and almost poetically for the past? It does me. Nothing like a great restaurant before a concert. Maybe a bar afterwards for a, a, a libation per se that's creatively mixed. Um, but then you start throwing in, Rob, why did you have to bring up Mexico? You're teasing us. I will tell you why I'm bringing up Mexico. Mexico and the Caribbean beach resorts are offering COVID tests for the new U.S. travel requirements. We're kind of figuring stuff out, even though we're not where we want to be. We're going to talk about that 
and more of this segment. Last year at this time, or maybe a year and a half ago, a better way of saying it, we were fascinated with Beyond Meat and restaurants. A plant-based protein. We looked at the millennials and said, dang you millennials, we like slaughtering cows and eating big fat juicy steaks on the bone. And they're like, uh, we want uh, juicy burger, but plant-based. Okay. So Beyond Meat was a story and it's becoming a story again, telling you that we might be getting back to where we need to be. You might be going to a concert soon. You might be taking your sugar to dinner before a concert. You pick it up on and put it down. And does it sound goodish? I think it does, but I'm not going to get you too excited. I know that. Beyond Meat and PepsiCo are forming a joint venture, a JV, to sell new plant-based snacks and drinks. Now, Clara Peller once wisely said, where's the beef? And I asked the same question. Where's the beef? But then I go, wait, wait, wait. Plant-based drinks? And I'm like, plant-based snacks? Okay, I get, I get the avocado. But I'm intrigued. Beyond Meat and PepsiCo said that they formed a joint venture to create, produce, and market snacks and drinks. Beyond Meat shares jumped 31% on this news. This is not a short squeeze. This is product innovation. I'm digging that. A trend unfolding of a big pop is being tied towards short squeezes this year. This is not a short squeeze per se. Now, again, Beyond Meat shares, there's plenty of them that are sold short. But I like that this is a press release tied towards product. Beyond Meat is essentially a, a relative newcomer in the food world. Pepsi is ultimately one of the dominant players in the food world as far as shelf space goes. When you take a look at like a General Mills and a Pepsi and a Coke, and then you go to your supermarket and you write down all the Pepsis and then the Cokes and then General Mills and all the companies that you see like a Unilever. You're going to be about eight companies are inside of a grocery store that you buy a majority of your food that you put in your body every single day for the rest of your life until the day you die. PepsiCo represents an ideal partner for a company like an ideal uh, Beyond Meat in large part because Beyond Meat can have the scientists and the marketing people and the millennial testimonials, but they still need shelf space in grocery stores. They still need trucks and factories to take that plant and turn it into a burger. So this is interesting because something that's happened, and it's not the Biden administration, this is pre-Biden, but sustainability is a very sexy word in the world of investing right now. It's the sizzle of the steak without the steak. It's like hearing fajitas come into your table at Chili's. And you're expecting to see this black uh, grill, so to speak, cast iron skillet with like onions and green peppers and carne asada beef sizzling to your table. Plant-based proteins are the new sizzle. <laughs> they replace the actual meat. Shares PepsiCo are trying to play the sustainability game. Trying to play along with the United Nations pledge to commit to set science-based emissions reduction targets. 
again, I have no clue what a plant-based snack is. I have no clue what a plant-based beverage is. But I'm excited to find out. For the record, I know this is going to sound like, are you kidding me? Please don't say this. No, this is not a lifestyle and health show. Um, I'm cutting down on meat aggressively. It doesn't make it's It's new to me. And my skin looks great. <laughs> Restaurants. Holy mackerel. Restaurants were in a Camelot area of utopia, of perfection, of bliss, of heaven. We were all going out to restaurants one, one and a half, even one year ago today. The restaurant and food service sales, $240 billion below 2020 pandemic forecast. That's a lot of dough, Ray Meat. When you're looking at a uh, company like a Beyond Meat, when you take a look at New York City, it, it, it's almost hilarious on outdoor seating at restaurants because it's cold there. In California, it's, it's fairly warm, all things considered. But when you're going out to eat and it's 15 degrees, they're putting you in a greenhouse on the sidewalk now. Now you're saying a greenhouse. Yeah, it's like a six by eight little two-person table. And they'll bring food to you and they'll keep it warm. And that's a lot of innovation in the last year to try to recover some of that $240 billion. More than 110,000 eating and drinking establishments closed last year, either temporarily or for good. I would say in my hometown, I've seen at least four or five restaurants that I would frequent probably at least twice a year. Gone. If you look at the industry, the restaurant industry, the food service industry at the end of 2020, it was at 2014 levels. So 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, you can put like six years of innovation, six years of sales growth. That's a pretty big pullback. Restaurant and food service sales came in at $659 billion last year, $240 billion lower than what we were expecting for the whole year. Now, the COVID crisis prompted some operators to get quite creative. And this is good news and bad news. Restaurateurs forayed, danced, played, explored technology and delivery. It's important to think of 2021 as a transition year in restaurants, in hotels, in hotels, in cruise lines. Anything that's travel and leisure, 2021 transition year. Just throw that in that bucket, and if you want to let it escape because it's unique, that's fine. But that's where I'm going at with that. California yesterday started to lift restrictions on dining that have limited operators to take out in delivery. But with the rate of new COVID cases still unacceptably high, the threat of new restrictions lingers until more shots get rolled out, one and a half million a day or something like that. So interesting, the conspiracy theory yesterday of which, for the record, some knob of a House of Representative opened up hunting on Bigfoot in his state. This feels a little bit hunting like Bigfoot as far as conspiracy theories go. But Gavin Newsom, they're saying, opened up the restaurant industry in California as a kind of middle finger to Donald Trump just uh, less than a week after he was taken out of office. I, I kind of can I can kind of see that one. That's one without I'm gonna I'm gonna lean to. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily believe in UFOs. I do believe in 
Bigfoot. And I, I kind of believe that Newsom might have pulled off. Let's do this shortly after he leaves office. Because what was, we were saying two weeks before isn't what we're saying two weeks after. On average, restaurants were in business for 16 years. 72% of those shut down. And they're unlikely to open another restaurant in the months or years ahead. Decades of restaurant experience didn't guarantee success as state and local governments. I'm not going to say bungled it, but they reacted to the virus inconsistently and made it difficult for the entrepreneur inside the restaurateur to figure out exactly what we could pull off. And you know, what was safe. With that said, um, Tech and to kill alcohol saved the day for restaurant industries in 2020. I know you're saying, say that one more time, just a little bit slower. Tech, delivery, DoorDash, anything that led to off-premise sales to deliver gave the restaurant industry as much of a lifeline as it could. The idea of ordering... A, People on my street, and I'm not saying they're alcoholics, but they're pretty much some alcoholics. Every time they would order, order something, they're like, hey, Rob, you want a pomegranate teeny? I'm like, no, I'm not drinking right now, but thank you. And yes, there was a lot more questions of, hey, Rob, you want a pomegranate martini? I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. And then the next day, same thing. It's like suddenly like ordering DoorDash became ordering cocktails at four. Weird. Starbucks and Chipotle, they continue to rely on the go off-premise offerings, accelerated new store formats, drive-throughs, pickups. It's interesting to see six years of sales wiped out, but I think we're pretty well prepped for the next couple of years once we get through the summer. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Let's go to a restaurant, a movie. Let's get shots. Let's see live music. Let's think about traveling soon. Not yet soon find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to rob black's twitter his handle is at rob black show listen to rob black and your money weekday mornings seven to nine on am 1220 kdow little killers they were supposed to tour in 2020 with a new album see whoops right Target is following Costco and dropping Chowco coconut milk. This was a headline that I saw come across at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, okay, do I do the McDonald's bringing back spicy chicken McNuggets and the mighty hot sauce for a limited time starting in February? I like spicy. In the United States, since the 1920s and 1930s, we went from families with four spices in the cabinet to the 1960s and 70s, where we had 10 to 15 spices in the kitchen cabinet, to where we are today, 60 to 80 spices in the, is in the average cabinet now. That's ludicrous. We like cayenne. We like crushed red pepper, spiced chili, savory garlic. McDonald's is saying, hey, we get it. We will, too, roll out some spicy products to, to get to your palate. My personal opinion, I'm not a science fiction writer, but... I think society has lost its taste buds. It's the first sign of homogenization. I know you're saying, what? <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So where do I go with a story about monkeys? Forced labor with monkeys. 
Now, I like the Nicolas Cage story where the man spent a lot of money when he was a celebrity and a star. He blew $150 million on a dinosaur skull, pygmy heads, and two European castles. Uh, I know, right? He bought a $150,000 Superman comic and a 70-million-year-old dinosaur skull, which he later had to return to the Mongolian government as a prized possession or national treasure. He was a little bit too eccentric. Does that not sound like the recipe for failure when it comes to investing? Yes. Um, he was on a holy grail quest. I'm not sure what, but he did a couple movies and maybe I'm guessing some peyote. That's alleged. That's not any fact-based. But he even said, I got really into meditation and really into spirituality, and I started buying stuff that I shouldn't have bought tied towards those two passions. It's just a constant reminder. Watch what you're spending money on. Don't go out and buy dinosaur heads. But Target drops coconut milk after PETA's allegation of forced monkey labor. This was probably the saddest story I could imagine in my head. And it's true. Target has joined Costco and other retailers in dropping a brand of coconut milk because a Thai supplier has been caught by PETA of using monkeys as forced labor to pick coconuts from trees. Now, I started thinking about this, and I'm like, I kind of want to see what that looks like. And then I'm like, no, no, whatever you do, don't don't go to YouTube and look. I don't want to see. It's like seeing those beheading videos when ISIS was killing an American. They're like, whatever you do, don't look at this because you won't be able to unsee it. I'm like, I got to see that. How close is hot? Oh, no, I didn't want to see that. There's videos that you shouldn't see. This is probably one of them. But getting monkeys chained together and getting them to go get coconuts off trees. Yeah, I think Target and Costco are doing the right thing on that one, right? It's not like getting coconuts out of trees is that tough, technologically speaking. But I don't know. Something bothered me about that story. And I was like, stock market's higher. We're in earnings season. Home prices are up 9.5% year over year. Is that inflationary or is it not? Is it good or is it bad? Is it a winner or a loser? I'm processing through every single headline. McDonald's spicy chicken nuggets. Will that drive me in to get one? No. But I guess if I was on a road trip and every restaurant was closed except for McDonald's, I might try it. Maybe. So I see the, the allure. The domestic goddess herself, Martha Stewart's talking about CBD oil. She looks fantastic for 79 years old. If there was a Miss America 79, 75 and older pageant, I bet she would win. Um, but she can, she can shill a product, no? She's not a cannabis user, but she's a CBD user. And the only thing that this got in my head was expect more CBD in the future. That story's not going away. Did you know in 1954, the United States Capitol had a shooting? This is one of those things that not really taught in high school. But there was a terrorist attack on the U.S. Capitol in 1954 as four Puerto Rican nationalists stormed the Capitol. They shot 30 rounds of semi-automatic pistols from the ladies' gallery, which is a fantastic term. The ladies' gallery in the Washington Capitol was a balcony for visitors. They went into the House of Representatives and shot it up. They got life in prison, and President Jimmy Carter 
pardoned them 20 plus years later. Five House of Representatives or five representatives were wounded, one seriously, but all recovered. It was all tied towards the independence movement in Puerto Rico. I bring that up because headline news today, they have it wrong. It's not the first time the Capitol has ever been stormed. But we kind of like, well, headline news must be right. I would start to caution you. News isn't as newsworthy as it used to be. So maybe you need to start adapting a little bit more to that. Um, just throwing that out there. Beyond Meat shares soared 31% as they're teaming up with PepsiCo. I like that story. Restaurants staged nimble responses to COVID's blows in 2020, wiping away six years of revenue growth. They said it. You need to hear it. 2021 is going to be a transition year, and they're hoping for the best in the back half of 2021. That's how you have to approach some investments, especially tied to hotels, restaurants, leisure, travel, air. Thursday, we get Southwest Airlines and American Airlines reporting earnings. Wednesday, we get the big tech boys, Apple, Microsoft. A lot going on today, tomorrow, Tesla. A lot going on in earnings season. It's night after the market, tomorrow after the market, Thursday after the market. Stay tuned. I'm Rob Black.